Welcome to the Forking Healthy podcast, a place where two sisters have cheeky chats about everything natural health and wellness. I'm your host, Jenny Soder. I am also your host, Cheryl Berecki. Together, we hope to inspire, entertain, and motivate you with our knowledge and decades of experience in the natural health and fitness industry. So if you're ready, let's get Forking Healthy. Are you okay over there? No, I forgot. I forgot, <laughs> forgot how to podcast. Forgot podcast. <laughs> we just, everybody, we just had this like 2023 powwow on how do we do this again? <laughs> it's like it's been that long. Calendar flips over and it all goes to shit. Yeah. So what's shaking? It's very hot here today. So the Oh, AC- here we go, guys. She's rubbing it in again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's drinking her sparkling water and there's palm trees behind her. And I'm stuck in my cold closet wearing seven layers. The typical. Hey, what are we talking about today? I got the time. I got my timer on because it's loud. Yeah, good. Five minutes. We're talking about oat milk, dating for life and favorite kitchen utensil. I'm excited. We got some good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do this. Oat milk. Yeah. Why did you want to talk about this? Because, oh sure, turn it over to me and blame it on me because this is my pick. Because I feel like I've changed my tune on oat milk. So I feel like you've, you probably can, um, you know, agree on some, there's some topics, I don't want to say coffee, but um, maybe I'll say coffee, where you like, uh, you know, set your tone and your decisions. And then over the course of time, you really, uh, you know, whether it be you did more research or you, you know, explored yourself or a combination of all of those things. Um, I really feel like oat milk is one of those things where I've changed my tune as far as um, recommending it. And also in my own personal life, because, um, and I don't know about you, but I follow um, tons of people online that like, kale is a similar thing where they really were like everyone's like oh pro kale kale is a superfood but then they talk about like the negatives or the downfalls to uh to kale we don't need to talk about kale today but I think oat milk is one of those things and it sort of made push me to do a little bit more digging in regards to recommending oat milk and being a little more cautious to it so that's why I really wanted to tell me how you feel about oat milk okay so whenever everyone jumps on this like trending oh I hate oat milk oat milk bad blah blah blah. (laughs) I think like I always look at I mean I always always look at the why so I guess the most popular thing now is like hey it it spikes your blood sugar so high that it is an issue but yes and I do agree like it does right and so but here's the thing like are you just sitting there having oat milk I like when I suggest it or use it, um, it's usually with fiber and with protein. So it doesn't spike it as much, right? It's how you're combining it. And so for me, I think the benefits are that it still is pretty tasty. Like it's, um, and it's economic, very economical for some people to make. Um, But I would personally choose almond or cashew milk over oat milk in many different instances, because I just prefer that fat component to it rather than that, um, I guess, lack of a better word, sugar component. Yeah. And I, I think that's so important. I, 
really the, I swear there's never a time where someone asked me a question they're like should I or should I not like it's just not black and white right no. it's like how do you use it what kind are you using like let's explore mm -hmm. that sort of thing and for me I started to push a lot of clients towards oat milk in very specific instances so um women that were really active first thing in the morning they were really struggling to get in like um, you know, more dense foods that were carbohydrate rich that were providing them with some energy. And I was saying, you know, well, okay, can we, you know, put some oat milk into your smoothies or into your lattes with some collagen and with some other things that we were pairing it with that were a little more nutrient dense, that were giving them a little more oomph when it came to um, their carbohydrates and their energy. That's a little bit more edge that I was looking for. Um, but I think we have to be really careful because quality, like everything, really yeah. matters. And I think when I look at store-bought oat milks, I think you need to be really cautious. And that's what um, I think has happened to a lot of people where I've swayed them towards oat milk. And then they've forgotten about reading the ingredients. And yeah. what happens when we see oat milk <clears throat> over a nut milk that store-bought is I find we often see um, the ingredients are a little uh, more, I want like per preservative rich for whatever reason, they're adding tons of oils in to stabilize that milk or to make it taste better or whatever it is and adding in the extras that we don't really need. Now, yes, we're getting more options, which is great. Um, you know, there's naked, they call it na naked, which is so funny, the naked oat milk because it only has three or four ingredients. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so... <laughs> And it's twice as much money. It's like $7 for a container, yeah. right? And yeah. so I just think we need to be careful as always when it comes to the quality and um, you need to weigh like those things that you said in regards to um, nutrient dense and what is it you're looking for and what is it you're pairing it with? Because there are some good things, you know, it can provide some of those carbohydrates that I find that some people could use a little edge on. It provides some good iron content. It provides some good fiber. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, when the, I mean, me personally, Someone said, hey, what about like the non-organic aspect of Susie's? And I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> like I never really thought of that. So oats in general are more heavily sprayed than nuts um, or mm. seeds. And so if you're going to use the nut milk, like almond or cashew or coconut, then it will have less of that uh, toxicity mm. in it which even though, you know, we were using Susie's oat milk and it only had or listed water and oats, which is great. Um, there's still toxins in it. Yeah. Right. And I think listening to your body is key, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. so for me, I've been noticing like a little bit of digestive issues and I've always kind of suspected that maybe oats were not something I could tolerate in higher levels uh, a lot. I mean, my history of like leaky gut and all of those things, it's not a huge surprise. But because I then, you know, I'm okay in a small quantity of oats, but then because I added oat milk into my diet and I love it so much, I then have now increased on a date and it's now on a daily basis. Yeah. And I think that's a contributing factor for me digestively. I'm not as like, I'm not like 
in distress every day, but I notice a little change. And so I think it's really important, like always for people to just like listen to their body. And then for me, I'll go back when I go back to cashew, homemade cashew, I feel better. And so that's a really good connector for me to make and for other people to make like explore that, right? Don't just move to something like oat milk and then disregard how it may be uh, reacting in your body or feeling, right? And then test that out a little bit and make sure you're reading the ingredients and make sure you understand why you're using it. And, and, you know, I'm a big proponent of also like diversity, not always using cashew, not always using almond, not always using hemp, like switch it up. Our bodies need different nutrients. For sure. And I think that for those of you out there that don't know, sometimes the reason why oats can be a digestive factor for especially people that are gluten intolerant is that oats are very similar in molecular makeup to glutinous products. And so for celiacs, they actually don't recommend a lot of oat products for that reason. And so I don't generally recommend it for anyone that's a celiac um, to have like any more than like maybe one serving of a whole oat meal, rolled oats, not processed into a milk. Easily contaminated in their processing too with gluten. Yeah. Okay, we are way over. Whoa, whoa, already we're behind. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, this one will be short for me. So um, (laughs) let's, you can take it away. Okay, like, again, well, this is mine. Um, Dating for life is something I just like really wanted to bring up for people. And I think maybe you thought think of this in in a different way. And I'm not necessarily just talking about the fact that I'm in this era or season of like dating. But I wanted to like really hone in on the importance. So backtrack, I'm reading this book, I don't get um, you know, I don't get uh, endorsements for promoting it, but there's this book and it's called Single on Purpose. And it's it is honestly not just for people who are in this season of life. It is such an easy read, great book. Uh, follow this guy on Instagram. He has some just really great his name. He goes by the angry therapist and he just goes by some really great principles in regards to um, like dating yourself. And the importance of like constantly doing work on yourself so that in your life, you can be, um, you know, truly uh, happy regardless of your status in regards to relationship. And I just reflected, I've been reflecting on that a lot in regards to the constant state of work that we do on ourselves or we promote people to do when it comes to nutrition and health and fitness and that that is also such an integral part of life whether you're in a again a partnership or not in in both regards dating in your partnership your marriage your relationship but also dating yourself Mm -hmm. and taking an a, a constant assessment of like where you are emotionally um, that relationship with yourself and developing that it needs constant attention, just like relationships do or dating life, that type of thing, um, to always upgrade and be more aware general. Yeah. Just what we were talking about in regards to how your body feels when it eats certain foods. I think 
that there's just so many things that we can be doing in life that we often push that to the wayside, our, our own life, our own self-care, our own marriage, our own partnerships. It's like the last thing that happens. I don't have time. No, none of us have time to date ourselves. None of us have time to date our partners, but it is such an important part of, I believe, happiness and health. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I, it, it's a great topic. I mean, we went on a date last night. My husband paid, paid for our dinner. Did he open the door for you? <laughs> there was no door to open. There's no doors. Um, oh yeah, bicycle. You went on a bicycle, yes, right? Yes. Um, he did follow behind me so to make sure that I was safe. So that was right. the dating aspect to it. So yeah, so I think it's really important to take that time, even when you're busy. And if you're in a long-term relationship to understand that you need that like one-to-one moment. Yeah. I've been um, pondering about like this whole like dependency piece, because I think in previous relationships, I've even as a really strong independent woman, I've became dependent or codependent without like unknowingly. And I think the consciousness part is just what I really want people to, um, you know, resonate with that it is you can, you can be it's you can be and it is so important to be independent but co-independent that's like my new word for this year i want Mm -hmm. my next relationship to be code independent Mm -hmm. so i can still be independent but in a co-environment as in a relationship and together you know and i think when i think of that sort of like dating for life it's just like this never-ending piece and me being independent can i can still have that i can still thrive and i can still do that in a co-way right and together and i think i've really been like exploring that in my dating life right now and what that um truly means and uh i think it's been really um really important for me moving forward in my growth for myself and in my dating life and for the other person (laughs) for him too yeah (laughs) ding 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 okay i'm starting this one you are it's your Uh, jam yeah this is my jam so um but wait so i really had to ponder this in regards to utensil i was like Okay, is this like a small, like when you say utensil, I think it's like this small piece, is it? But then all of a sudden I want to gravitate towards like appliance. I, I kept trying to uh, no, gravitate towards appliance. This is like appliance. a utensil. This is not okay. an appliance. So, favorite okay. kitchen utensil for me, I think it's probably been mm, six months the same favorite kitchen utensil. In fact, I brought it to Mexico. So, it made the cut. Yes. Whoa. And it is called Aleppo, L-E-P-O. And it's an, down. it's an Amazon find. Um, it was, I was influenced by a friend of mine. And I really got into following someone on Instagram that does small chop salads. And for those of you that don't know, you know, when you are making salads or any food whatsoever, the size of how you cut things is going to really determine a different taste and flavor that you have because you're going to taste all these different ingredients at a different point. If it's large, you have a large piece of like lettuce or cucumber or the cucumber you take out that that inside the seeds, it's going to be a totally different taste and experience. So the lepo is like a 
grater, slicer, mandolin, um, small dice, mints, like it does everything. It's like that. It's like a new age. Did you ever hear of like a slap chop? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, those infomercials where you put like a few ingredients in the bottom, you you hit it. So yeah. it just has like a, a little sandwich that closes down on the item. There's a few things you can't do, obviously, because they're two that I've tried, like a mushroom that just gets stuck and stuff like that. But it really can handle most things. And it does like an epic job. So it really cuts down the time on like making salsas and things that have a lot of ingredients. And it has like a little tub. The bottom is a container to hold it. So it's really easy to clean up. You can put a Tupperware lid on top that it comes with to clean it. It's awesome. Wow. Writing down next purchase on Amazon. Yeah. And it's cost effective. I think it, um, I think it's, it was definitely under 50 bucks. Cool. Okay. So I, for this one, I wrote actually three top three utensils because I wrote three topics. Okay. I couldn't, I couldn't, I wrote the one that I use the most, the one that I recently started to love, the one that I must replace and the coolest one. So actually I wrote four. Okay. You will need to choose one and then we'll carry the other ones over into different topics and another one. Cause you, Oh my God, you have two minutes. I'll go fast. Okay. Okay. So my most used utensil is actually a really good pair of kitchen shears, believe it or not, because I actually am so lazy that I cut as much as I possibly can with scissors versus knives. You okay? need a <laughs> I apparently need a lepo. The one that I really realize I must replace um, ASAP is the my peeler. I have went oh. through like three different peelers that I absolutely hate. I cannot find the the best peeler, so I need recommendations for a good peeler. It's got to be no, replaced. I brought mine, and it's ten years old. And I everyone oh. I've bought to replace it with, I have yeah. like thrown. And so you must send me the name of it. I have no idea. I think it's like oh, a dollar store that they just don't up. make anymore. Hey, I mean, oh, yeah, that's yeah. terrible. I can't find one that I no, like. I know. My recent love in my kitchen utensil wise is actually my knife sharpener. I've never oh, sharpened knives and, yeah, and never sad. realized, I never realized the importance until our mother bought me a knife sharpener because she was so tired oh, of my dog knives. Yeah. She and has so yeah. yeah, she, uh, she bought it and I it, like earth, it, like changing in the kitchen for sure to have sharp knives all the time. Just think and- of how good that will be when you learn how to chop. <laughs> <laughs> and the coolest one is basically a family one. Again, I'm pretty sure mom bought it for us, but it's a strawberry scooper. It's like that really tiny. And, and, you know, the tops of the strawberries that you can take off the top. It has just jagged little edges and what? it's tiny round. It's like a little tiny, basically scoop like a, a ice cream scoop but it's got jagged in it you can take just the top of the strawberry out and that way I don't have to slice them the kid can grab a strawberry and he thinks it's the coolest thing on earth and he not only does it for strawberries but he uses it for other fruit to like scoop little tiny bite-sized pieces yeah. so I actually feel like he's become more experimental when it comes to certain things because he'll use this strawberry scooper yeah so I would say that's probably the coolest one but next that purchase sounds cool yeah. yeah that sounds cool I they don't have strawberries here. well we got strawberries the other day but it's not a common thing so I can't use it um, did it cost you like 15 dollars for strawberries too <laughs> no I made jam out of it um but now I when I eat them I eat the tops so I don't take them off 
the greenery yeah oh just like I'm eating like I eat the outside of kiwis now oh yeah we've done that for a long time yeah (laughs) (laughs) well since it's too lazy to feel it last year (laughs) yes so 20 2020. 2020. <laughs> okay, thanks for tuning cool. in. Thank you. Adios. Adios. Thank you for tuning in to the Forking Healthy podcast. If you want to stay up to date on future podcasts, make sure you follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. In order for us to get into more ear holes, we would love for you to take a moment to share this episode or leave us a review. That's it for now. Fork and rights. Ha <laughs> ha